0: Hey, Julie. Welcome to the Rise for Educators podcast, the podcast where we share research based tools that relate to empowerment, self care, and all things education.
1: Each week, we discuss the Rise system, a model we created to make it easy to identify which self care tools are best for you. We also talk about the ladder, a tool that connects the dots between your mind and your body.
0: I'm Julie. And I'm Holly. We are instructional coaches and sister-in-laws who decided to take our conversations about these ideas out of the corner of our family gatherings and put them into a podcast. Welcome to episode 37. Our topics for- to reflect instead of resolve, a calendar ritual, and a tool to move forward. So how are you doing, Hal? I'm great. <laughs> how about you? Pretty good. My um, check in this week is: I have a new obsession.
1: Who his is name that? is
0: <laughs> <laughs> His name is Russell Brand that you've all heard of. He mm. was married to um, Katy Perry. He's been he was a comedian. Uh, he's been on a million movies, shows, whatever. He was a drug addict, and now he has turned his life around. He's turned to meditation. He just wrote a book. I don't even know, maybe within the last five years on how he recovered from his drug addiction. And I am like obsessed with his YouTube channel and I'm kind of obsessed with him. So what, what do you like about him?
1: Kind of what draws you to him?
0: He is so vulnerable and such a learner. Like he is just Mm. completely heart open. So. I um I've just discovered him, I should mention in the last few days. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though, because I feel like you've turned me on to so many new people. So okay, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, and... I I've heard of I mean when I started, I don't know how I came upon him. I think I came upon him because he interviewed Wim Hof, the you know, um, the cold the the guy who uh, you know is the you know, got in the cold and um the breathing and all that he interviewed him. So I think I saw him there and I was like, Oh, who is this Russell guy? He's real bohemian looking in you know, a long, dark curly hair. He wears like either no shirt or like these, like, I don't know, really like tank tops with like big, you know, like yoga, bohemian necklaces. And I was like, wait, how, how do I know him? And it's like, I kind of like, of course you knew him because he was famous or is famous, but I didn't really know who he was. So I started kind of uh watching some of his He's listening to a little bit of his podcast. He has a podcast and, um, of course, right, and uh, watching some of his YouTube videos. And I'm just extremely entertained by them because, um, actually, today he was – I clicked on one of his YouTube videos because I saw he was holding – the book letting go the pathway to surrender oh. from by david hawkins which is this white and yellow book and i was like oh wait a oh, minute he's gonna talk about that book because that's like one of my bible books so i clicked on that video and he kind of talks about that he's going to do this kind of a book club kind of a thing with that book letting go and then holly he pulls yeah. out the untethered soul which i gave you a copy
1: of. <laughs> like you are my person
0: <laughs> yes And when you're saying
1: Bible book, you're not saying like religious. You're just saying these are, this is like, like these are books. These
0: are like my spiritual books that I very, uh, I connect to. And I was just like, oh my God, I do love this guy. I even called Jeff over who is not concerned at all or interested. I'm like, Oh, Holy crap. Um, so he is letting go. He pulls up. He's like, we're going to talk about these three books, letting go the untethered soul. And then there is one more and I, um, screenshot it. And I'm going to have to of course get it. So anyway, he's cool. He's funny. He's a little bit naughty. And he well, does That's um... how
1: I think of him. Like I think of, well, because probably Katy Perry days, you yes. know, like I, um, he was. He was married to Katy Perry. Right? Yeah,
0: only for, like, two years. They're Okay. Only married for like two years. He is now uh, married. He has two kids. He's, like, totally, like, I might, I'm a totally different person than who I was um, and obviously not taking drugs anymore. And But he is funny and he's also really into kundalini yoga, which I did years ago. And I love, <laughs> love kundalini yoga and the way it makes you feel. And he has these, like, hilarious videos of, like, and it's, like, him and he's got his, um like, books and manuals on how to do it that he's just learning and so that is what i like about him it's just like he is this raw i mean obviously he has a lot of resources and you know he's a big personality but that he's just sitting here reading these books and learning kundalini yoga and then doing these videos and he's obviously highly intelligent incredibly articulate and um, has interviewed a ton of cool people so russell brand youtube channel there's my check-in well,
1: and I you know, I love somebody because sometimes this spiritual stuff I I want to say you've been into this longer than I have. I have
0: been a um, long time, yeah. But
1: I want to say maybe in the last 3 years or so this was like I kind of came upon this genre. And it was a huge awakening. And you I like how you're band. calling
0: it a genre. A genre. <laughs> I don't know if it's a genre. It is a genre, but that's that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> well, and it really,
1: it makes you see the world in a totally different way. Yeah. And being a learner, and I know you're a learner, like I love that piece of it. But um, sometimes, I mean, just like every genre, <laughs> you have some people that take it really serious. And then, mm-hmm. you know, some that, you know, I, it's a whole continuum, I guess. Um, but I kind of love what you're saying is like, he doesn't take himself too seriously. No, but he, not at all. Yeah. But he does kind of have this base. So I feel like he might be my person too. I don't know. We'll have to look, but he's really enjoyable.
0: He's, just, he's really enjoyable. Yeah. And his, his, uh, his videos are really short too, which I really like his podcast episodes are just real. Everything is really to the point and okay. really smart and really entertaining. So I would recommend. good good.
1: that's on my list then this week that's
0: awesome (laughs) so what's your check-in
1: my my check-in this week uh we went on vacation we went to Clearwater um it was awesome it was so great Uh, we had had we had planned to go uh over spring break we had planned to visit my oldest daughter who was abroad um so we had three you know round trip tickets to Spain Mm -hmm. right Um, forgot about that yeah so we have like all these airline miles Um, and you know, they, they kind of extended it for a year and then maybe a little bit more. I'm not sure exactly where that was, but it was like, all right, well, we've got, you know, we don't want to just like give this mileage away. Um, so we thought like, all right, you know, the girls, who knows how much longer, you know, they're, I have a freshman in college and a senior in college. So it's like, how many, how many more trips like this are we going to be able to take as a family? I hope a lot, but you know, you never know. Um, so we thought like, you know, just the four of us, We're going to go and spend that time together. And, you know, I know your kids are super busy too, Julie, but it's like sometimes it's hard to like pin everybody down. Oh, for Um, sure. Yeah. But when you're on vacation, like, you know, there's not this friend and this and that. I mean, there's still the technology, but yeah, it was just such a nice time. We played cards at night by the pool and um, just went to great places to eat. But, you know, I've been reading a little bit about grounding. And it's this idea, you know, I've heard about like being grounded, mm-hmm. um, but it's really the idea of physically putting your feet mm-hmm. on the soil or something natural, soil, sand, earth, whatever it is, yeah. you know, wood, um, and really feeling yourself connecting that way. So I tried it on the beach, which is like a great place to try it.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I also
1: Oh, I mean, you know, it's like all this stuff when we were doing the nature episode with the podcast, like how it just connects to you in a different way when you Mm -hmm. really are present in that moment. Yeah. And, you know, I think most people can probably, if you've ever been to the ocean, you can relate to like how soothing the waves sound and it just changes your whole aura. I think Mm -hmm. your whole demeanor. So, so that was amazing. Um And then the other thing that I'm kind of playing with right now, uh, you know, every year I like to, and this whole, this whole episode is kind of about, you know, resetting for the new year. And I always kind of think either resolution or reset, um, and we'll be talking about that a little bit more, but I kind of like the idea of doing some kind of challenge for myself and not Mm -hmm. something that's like every day. One year I did take a picture of something that makes you joyful I was gonna do it for 365 days I think I did it for like 12 or something <laughs> that oh, that's interesting
0: like, yeah so well. I have a friend that takes gratitude pictures she's probably gonna be listening to this and be like oh you mentioned me <laughs> uh-huh. I won't mention her name because I don't want to embarrass her but um she will be like going for a walk or and she'll like oh can I take a picture this is for my gratitude I don't exactly know what she does with it I'm gonna ask her but And I love
1: that. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's an awesome idea. Well, I would started, I think that was last year that I had started and, um, I had had jury duty early in the, in the year. And, um, I ended up sitting next to somebody who's just a really nice lady. This was in January, way back before the pandemic. Um, and you know, we just hit it off and we, you know, like, I I don't know we were laughing and you know like sometimes those situations nobody really loved well I shouldn't say that most people don't love to go to jury duty um but she just was super fun and funny (laughs) so I remember I like uh I had jury duty and what came to my mind at that point was like oh I remember taking a picture and saying to this lady like oh I'm doing this you know like happiness journal and you're really making me happy today can you be part of my you know my journal for today. <laughs> and she, she like, you know, she said something funny, I can't
0: remember what it was, but we did take a picture. So Aww. it's just, you yeah. know, and well, I, that's a kind of a clever idea. Like if whatever I you like want to be like joyful or grateful and like take a picture a day or something and create kind of a collage. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So one of the yeah. things
1: I'm thinking about is, you know, I love to learn and um, I think like, I like kind of putting myself out in new experiences some new experiences, but like, I, I'm pretty open to trying some new things. So I'm kind of playing with this idea of like a joyful challenge where I try one new thing a month and maybe something in the creative venue. Cause I think create creativity is something that really
0: mm-hmm. does bring me joy. So that's
1: something I'm kind of like, you know, battering around, but I'm hoping by next week I kind of have that nailed down and I figure out what I want to do.
0: Okay. Well then keep us posted.
1: Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned. <ticker.
0: laughs> Okay, so this week we are talking about a simple ritual to set your intentions for the new year. This involves taking some time to honor yourself and your life. You can take as little or as much time as you'd like on this. We are moving past New Year's resolutions, and instead we are asking ourselves how we would like to feel in 2021. We will use our calendar as a tool to look back at how we felt and functioned in the past year. And then we will decide what to keep, what to get rid of, and what to add in order to feel the way we want to feel.
1: Yeah. And I think this is really big because, you know, so many people make New Year's resolutions. I think it's almost mm-hmm. half the population. And it was like 44%. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was actually surprised it might not be higher, but, um, but most, the average resolution is broken by January 19th. And they actually call that Quitter's Day. Um, That's funny. And this was interesting. Two years later, 19% of resolutions are still in place. Hmm, okay. So actually that's higher than what I thought because I think most of my resolutions do not always stick. <laughs> um, hmm. But that's like one out of every five about hmm. are actually, you know, people that have actually changed. Um, so I think this, I, the idea of this episode is like how do we move past setting ourselves up for failure by taking some time to really do the reflection beforehand Mm -hmm. um, and kind of setting the stage. And uh, then like thinking about, well, you know, not so much putting it on outside events of 2020, because there've been a lot of things we couldn't really control, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know, kind of, or, or like our physical appearance or whatever, but more our internal state and really ask that question to yourself. How do I really want to feel in 2021?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like, you know, maybe you want to feel calm or settled. Maybe you're feeling, want to feel connected, joyful, excited, relaxed. Maybe you want to be empowered, grateful, driven, focused, safe, you know, different words speak to different people. So really figuring out, looking at what you've done in the past, what's worked for you, what's actually put you in a good place, that's going to help you find your words. Mm -hmm. um according to the book of joy archbishop desmond tutu says that we should be striving to live a settled joyful state the opposite of stress which he describes as feeling fragmented and chasing after time and being unable to be present so how do we do this
0: um and i I should mention i am reading the book of joy right now which is Mm -hmm. i would also really recommend that so it is with um archbishop desmond tutu and the 14th Dalai Lama. And it is really awesome. And of course, I am being um, influenced by it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a I surprise. Am, I'm a little bit of a chameleon, um, but I'm really I enjoying that book. I'm reading yeah. it on my Libby app, which I've also discovered is. What's that? On like a, so it's a, a library app. Um, so you, it's free. And I know there's a couple, there's like Hoopla is a library app and there's oh. uh, Libby and you put in your library card and you have access to like hundreds or thousands of books and it's awesome. It's free and you can just like zip through books and I just love to read. So I'm just zipping through books and I'm currently, oh, I read, um, I, it's not check-in time, but clearly I have more to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read The Five Love Languages. Oh yeah. Have you read that? Yes I have. Yeah. Which I know I've heard about that for years and I zipped through that and now I'm reading the book of joy. Um, so it's Libby, it's an app called Libby and it connects okay. to your local library and you can get all these books for, for checking them out for free, like the library. But you know, I just read on my phone or you can read on a Kindle or whatever. So that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I guess what I was thinking is, um, y- I stopped doing news. I don't even know if I've ever done an actual new year's resolution, but a few years ago, I just feel like those are just so nineties, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a new year's resolution is just passe and that we are kind of collectively, you know, becoming a more self aware culture and that like really, you know, this is like when vision boards and um, journaling and reflecting, I think have kind of been come into the scene a little bit. So a few years ago, I would sit down, I started this um, calendar reflection that we're going to talk about. And I just did it very, um, just um, organically kind of sat down with my old calendar and my new calendar and just realized that I really enjoyed going through each month. And I often, I have a paper calendar and an electronic calendar. I typically do this with my, just my paper calendar that hangs in my kitchen. And it just like, I have scribbles over it of just like random notes. I write a lot. So I have a lot of just random things written on my calendar, but I really found that I enjoy sitting down and going through my old calendar. And then it kind of turned into not just like putting birthdays on my new calendar, but really it turned into this reflection of like, what was my actual life? Like it's just this like solid piece of data that you have um, not to say, you know, how do I remember my life, but actually what were the events in my life and kind of just gives you an opportunity to reflect on it. So that is kind of what we're talking about today. So yeah, you start I love by that idea. Oh, yeah. I, was I just, just...
1: going to say, I love that idea because I really haven't done that too much. I think I've gone back and, you know, put in the necessary things like birthdays or anniversaries mm-hmm. or whatever. And now that I've gone to a more electronic calendar, it's just become a little bit more, um, you know, it need, need to know stuff. It's, it hasn't yes. been the extra stuff that I think I had with a more paper calendar, but yes. I think it really is important to take that time. It's the stuff I've been missing, kind of take that time to kind of look at where you've been. And, and like you said, look at the actual data that, you know, the actual events. I, I, I think that's almost like, a. A step that sort of grounds you going forward. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, you know, we are also easily influenced by what's happening currently in our life. But yeah. to kind of go back to the beginning of the year and really take it all in, I don't know, it's, it's almost like a point of being a little bit more present in your uh, being intentionally reflective and present before you set your intention for the following year. Right. So I, Most, I really it's love hard
0: that. to sit down and just say, you know, if you just sort of think to yourself, well, for you, I mean, what what do I want to do in this next year? What's my resolution? You can think about it, but that really is just not going to go very far. You can write it down, but if you're just kind of pulling it out of the air, um, this, is, this gives you a tool to actually kind of really be honest with yourself about, like, what did I do? And, you know, it's yeah. interesting to look back and think, how did I spend my time and how did I feel spending my time? So I just love doing it. So I wanted to share it. And I'm sure a lot of other people do this, too. I'm sure it's nothing groundbreaking, but um, but it's a simple ritual that I enjoy. And this is how it goes. Um, you first start by finding a chunk of time and a quiet place to sit. You grab your calendar, paper, electronic or both, and you grab paper and pencil. Uh, you might light a candle or play music that relaxes or inspires you. Or what I do is I just love the silence, which I did yesterday when I actually had a quiet house, which is really unusual, but it was fabulous. I love just total silence. And since you can really just tune into yourself and I love to light a candle. Um, and you begin your reflection by opening your calendar to last January. Typically I do this after Christmas or at the end of the year after the holidays, um, and you read through the month's events, birthdays, appointments, celebrations, et cetera. You think about these events and the time of year and you reflect back on how you felt. You continue reading and reflecting month by month. Write down on your paper whatever comes to you. Focus on your internal state and feelings. Reflect on events that felt good and really relish in those events. Write down things that you may have accomplished that you may have forgotten. Make note of how you're feeling in this moment as you reflect on your life this past year. Remember not to focus on external problems, but on how you felt and how you functioned. And I do want to add, and this is kind of like the uh, Justin Sinceri polybagel theory coming up, because we've had a rough year, going through your calendar, depending on how rough your year is, might trigger some people, I was thinking. True, about. good point. Yeah. Because I have to say, um, as I went back, there were some events that were canceled out on my calendar. Like Jeff and I were supposed Mm. to go on a trip to New Orleans and Cole was supposed to go on a high school baseball trip. And those were all Mm. like crossed out. And as I read those, I mean, not that I was just like, oh, I forgot about that. Wow, we had to cancel that. We had to cancel that. We had to cancel that. And so I want just to say uh, to be mindful of if you had events on your calendar that were either canceled or awful, terrible things happened, to, um, you know, do this as, as you feel comfortable and we're not trying to trigger anybody to go back to 2020 and relive any awful events. So I just wanted to add that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's
1: a good, good point.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um, so basically you're writing and you're reflecting. So rather than just sitting down with the journal, you have your calendar and you're maybe transferring birthdays and future events onto a new calendar. If you have one, Um, but most important, you're writing down what you're thinking and feeling. And after going through all of the 12 months, you reread your notes or your journaling and you basically synthesize it and think about how do I want to feel or what is a focus that I could have for 2021 for next year. And then you start to craft your focus. It could be a word or a phrase or whatever works for you. Um, you write it down. So for example, currently right now, and I just did this my calendar activity yesterday. it's not really fully crafted or honed, but I want to feel connected and settled in the, in the coming year.
1: So what, what led you to come up with that from your calendar?
0: Well, good question. Um, I, I'm like actually looking at my notes right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of just like wrote down, I'm like looking at my piece of paper right now. Um, just kind of random things that we did and that got canceled and a little small accomplishments. And I think it just kind of like, how do I, how did I feel? Well, last year I felt really, you know, a lot of us just a lot of disappointment and, um, isolation, you know, not seeing people at work, not seeing as many people socially. So I think maybe that's where the connected came from. And I think the settled is my chameleon because I'm reading the book of joy because that's what Desmond Tutu says that you should feel like <laughs> joyful and settled. Yeah. And I kind of like that word, like to feel settled. Um, So, and, yeah. and like I said, it's kind of, um, it may change, but right now it's connected and settled. And so how about you, Hal? I know you said you were going to try and give this a try.
1: Yeah. So I've never tried it before. And so it was kind of fun for me to
0: flip through and I'm
1: not, um, like, you're a big writer. I'm not such a yeah. writer. Like, you like to write things down. I'm not, not really great with that. And so my mm-hmm. calendar has been pretty utilitarian. Um, that being said, it was actually really great to go through the months, both things written down and things that I hadn't written down. And just kind of going through and kind of being like, okay, this is where I was at this point. Um, the things that were written down kind of were oftentimes were things that I, cannot, I I don't know that I would have remembered had occurred but you know by writing them down like the jury duty thing you know by writing it down it was like Uh oh yeah and it kind of came you know it it drew out some of the memories or the feelings associated with that um so I came up with that I want to feel joyful which is I guess very Desmond Tutu (laughs) um but I think I usually when we did the values filter um, mm-hmm. and you picked your top three values, uh, mine were connection, learning and joy. And I feel like, um, learning comes really easily to me. Like I'm, I, and I think that's kind of the res, the resolution piece too. Like I don't wait for the new year to continually try to improve. Like I, am constantly trying to grow and improve. So yeah. that happens and that's definitely happened the whole year and connection, despite the isolation that we've experienced, um, I really have made efforts probably more than usual to maintain the connection with people. So that's surprisingly been in place, um, mm-hmm. this year, but there have been moments that have, I've not been so joyful. Um, mm-hmm. and some moments I don't think call for joy, you know, like I, I my dad passed away earlier this year, you know, uh, that wasn't a joyful experience right. as a whole. There were Mm -hmm. some joyful moments, though, if I'm going to be honest, you know, there are deep connection that did lead to joy and, um, you know, recalling memories and things like that. So there was an element of joy, even in the deepest of despair, you know, at that point. But I really, I think, came to that because at the beginning of the year, I was really struggling to find joy. And Mm -hmm. I think I really prioritize joy usually. I think I am joyful. I think I seek out relationships for people with people that, um, help me cultivate joy. Like I, those are the kind of people I'm kind of attracted to. So it was a weird feeling for me at the beginning of the school year, um, to have so many people in such distress, mm-hmm. you know, not feeling safe, unable to, to the technology, not working, not having the technical skills, um, mm-hmm just adapting to this new environment, like, you know, feeling like they had so much pressure on them. And I, because I am a connector and a coach, you know, I mean, I was living in that for weeks and it was such an odd feeling for me. And I think coming out of that, um, I, I think I understand that I need to prioritize my joy Mm -hmm. despite what's happening with other people around me. And it's not that I can't be compassionate, but I need to kind of center myself in that joy. So yeah, um, that's well, I I
0: like what you said that like that when you go through your calendar, it like kind of draws things out. Yes. Cause I think that's what it is. It's not like you're, you know, it's like, as you read through, it's like, you're kind of um, creating the story of your life through the past year in your head, you know, it's almost this, this, and you can kind of then from that story, draw out, okay, what do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's sort of this, you know, you sort of synthesize your events, um, and your life. And I think, you know, it's just like being intentional. It's all about being intentional. So to me, the calendar is just one way to help us be intentional. So I think joy is wonderful. Yeah. I love that too. So then the hard part is we need to think about how are we going to feel this way in our daily lives? Uh, What events might support us in feeling the way we want to feel? And what events might challenge us? Are there moments from your calendar that you would like to recreate in 2021? Are there moments to keep? Great. Write them down. Set your intention to have a similar experience. Are there events that weighed you down? Can you rid yourself of these events? Or at least can you change the experience for yourself? And lastly, what is missing from your calendar and your life? Can you set an intention to add events or feelings into your life? Yeah,
1: and I think this adding piece is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a study that was done in Sweden, I think, on New Year's resolutions. And the most important factor in the participant's success was how the resolution was phrased. So, for example, if it was phrased in a way that added a behavior, rather than avoided it, then mm-hmm. the participant, w- participant was much more likely to have long-term success. So thinking about the events that you want to add on a regular basis to your calendar might mimic this positive effect.
0: Okay, I like that. So instead of saying, like, I, I'm not going to eat chocolate. <laughs> right, 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 right. I good, would say I'm going to eat two or vegetables. three servings of vegetables every day. Yeah. Like put it in the positive. Okay. Yeah. Like that. Well, cause it's, I think it's like
1: the elephant in the room, you know, like don't think right. about the elephant and you're like, yes,
0: <laughs> chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So to recap, the process is to sit with your calendar, reflect on the past year and write this reflection down, decide how you want to feel in the coming year and write that down, make a note of things that you would like to keep in your life, things that you'd like to get rid of and things that you would like to add in order to feel the way that you want to feel. Okay. So our tool for this
1: week actually starts and it's called the one word GPS tool. Um, it's similar to the one word challenge. I know I've done this before where you pick one word Mm -hmm. and that's your word for the whole year. I know some people get like bracelets with the word on it. My friend Katie, who's an instructional coach, um, is kind of turned me on to this whole one word uh, Mm -hmm. resolution. Yeah. And I, I do think it's helpful, except for, I'm going to warn you, like, I, I kind of float through life a little bit. Like, um, I think being intentional has been helpful for me because sometimes I just kind of like, whatever, and just experience it. <laughs> but one year I picked um, anticipate as my word. <laughs> so I was like, That's something I need to really work on. And I, it made me so stressed out that like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. In the process, I was like, okay, this, this is not a good word. So be good to yourself with your word. Yes. But, um, yeah, be kind. This, yeah. Right. This one word GPS tool is what you're going to use to intentionally craft the feeling you wanted, you want to be surrounded with in this upcoming year.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: for me, um, I'm going to say I am joyful and Julie, what will
0: you say? I would say I am connected and settled. Good. So then you're going to write it in a journal somewhere. Where you I like that. I like you just right. gave me praise. Good.
1: Good. <laughs> Good, Julie. Good job,
0: Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I got it.
1: <laughs> um, okay. So you want to have this visible. What Wherever it is, mm-hmm. you want to have it visible to you, something that you see on a daily basis. You might write it in a journal or, you know, put it on a Post-it, on your mirror, Um, where, whatever it is, just something that you're going to revisit daily, read it every day. This is your new lens for 2021. Filter everything Mm -hmm. through your lens and say it out loud, say it in your head. Um, this is step one to moving forward in 2021 and then intentionally Mm -hmm. add events into your calendar that will help you evoke this feeling. So adding is key here. You want to pay attention to how you phrase it.
0: Okay. So for example, I may, I might want to take some events out of my life to make me feel more connected and settled, but I want to state it in a positive way, such as I want to add spending more time with friends who I feel comfortable and connected with in order to feel connected and settled.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so like for me, as I'm going through my calendar, I may identify some events that made me feel sad or in distress and didn't bring me joy. But instead of saying I'm going to avoid those events or those people or whatever it is, instead I'm going to focus on adding joyful experiences more regularly and being really in tune to what makes me feel that way. Okay. Okay. So the challenge of the week is to reflect on your past year with your calendar, write out a focus statement for yourself for the new year and keep it uh, visible and revisit it daily. Make plans uh, to keep what works and change what doesn't.
0: So this week is all about using our calendars to reflect honestly on our life and create a focus for our new year. Let us know how this worked for you. You can contact us via email at Rise for at Gmail. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at Rise for Educators. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for tuning in. Join us next Monday for our next episode of Rise for Educators.
1: Bye, Julie.